Microphone sound check. Are we here? We're good. Oh my god. Hello, little D's. Welcome back. It's been a week. I hope you guys are doing well. It's a lot has happened. I actually didn't talk about a lot of stuff, but I'll get into it. This is a my show. Honestly, I should just call it mixed bag because my show is so fucking random. I talk about kind of whatever I want to talk about. And that's the beauty of having, you know, the show. Whatever's on my mind. Um, I had a really productive Valentine's Day. I deleted all my dating apps. I don't know if I told you that before, but I deleted all of them. Just, I don't want to be bothered right now. I don't. Like, what are we going to do? Meet in a pandemic? Like, I went on pandemic dates and it's like, it's annoying. So let's get this vaccine and I'm going to go on a date after. I'll go on several dates. <laughs> um... What else did I do? I I bought myself flowers because I, you know, I love myself, you know, you know, I ate a box of chocolates. Okay. I ate two boxes of chocolates, you know, the Russell Stouffer's. I love those. Coconut chocolate is my favorite. So if you're listening to this, the way to get in my pants is through my stomach and get me chocolate coconut. And I was eating them in my bathtub, the chocolate. And while I was doing that, I was searching Instagram, looking at all these happy couples, reporting them, reporting them. And Instagram's like, why are you reporting them? And I would write, because I'm not happy. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I didn't do that. Um, I hope you guys all had a great Valentine's Day. I hope you guys all got penetration or penetrated or penetrated all the above. Okay. Whatever you want to do. I hope you did it. What else? Oh my God. My favorite day is the day after Valentine's day, you know, February 15th, 60% off of all chocolate boxes. And I didn't get anything I should have, but oh my God, I didn't put this in my notes, but I'm just going to say it. I'm going on a tangent. My doctor (laughs) I need to get a new doctor. He's probably listening to this, but I need to get a new physician because this motherfucker wants me to lose about 60 pounds. And I weigh about 188 now. And if I lost 60 pounds, I would be mistaken for an Olsen twin. I'm very tiny as it is, but apparently he thinks I should lose 60 pounds. So I, oh, and this is how he wants me to do it. He offered me diet pills. Like what doctor says we could we could speed this up by giving you pills and I'm like no because okay let's say yeah I'm sure they'll work the the diet pills but once you stop taking them you're gonna gain the weight back like that's that's how it works so I was like absolutely not and also I want to lose twenty pounds I'm not losing fucking. 60 pounds like get the fuck out of here guy and when he when he said that I was like bro I could I said this word for word bro I could squat four of you he's like this little man and he was taken back (laughs) so um if you're listening to this fuck yourself (laughs) let's see I've been doing a lot of thinking lately and um I miss Los Angeles I really do I think it's because of, you know, the cold weather and I'm stuck inside and you really can't go outside because it's so fucking cold. And we've been having blizzards like five times this week in New York and it's just kind of gloomy and miserable. Oh, I just dropped my thing. 
I'm not, I'm not going to edit this out because this is life. Anyway, um, let me put this back in. I, I plugged it back in. No harm, no foul. Anyway, so I do miss LA, but I think, I think about moving back. I really do because there's so many more job opportunities out there. I'm sure now, even now, you know, even in a pandemic, they're still, you know, doing filming and whatnot, but you know, I don't want to do production per se. So I think there's more jobs in the entertainment realm out there. But um, I feel like, you know, I don't know. A lot of my friends moved out of New York City and it's sad, you know. So it's kind of like a lot of people are, they left. So I don't really have anyone here. This is so depressing. Um, My dad's like, why don't you have friends in Westchester? I'm like, who the fuck am I going to hang out with in Westchester? Like, I don't care. I really don't. Don't get me wrong. I have, I have a handful of friends, but, you know, they have their lives. They have their boyfriends. They have their wives. They have their, you know, kids. So it's like I'm in a weird part right now. But you guys already knew this. But, okay, let's say I did go back to L.A. Like, I feel like I would probably miss New York three months in. And, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. You know, so I feel like I'm going to stay put in New York. I, I do, but. I'm open to it. I'm open to it. Um, the grass is always greener on the other side, and and ain't that the case? Oh my God! You know what I want to say today, because I love my father. Today, my dad goes to me. I'm drinking my coffee downstairs, and he goes, "Why don't you just marry a rich gay guy?" I was like, "Yeah, that would be nice, Dad." He goes, "It seems like they all have money, like." That always seems to be the case, right? I'm like, not the ones that like me. <laughs> uh, fuck. Actually, that's not true. A lot of smart guys like me. So, who knows? And also, in the words of Cher, I am a rich man. So, um, I would rather make my own money than fucking marry into it. But, I mean, that wouldn't hurt, would it? You know? Anyway. You asked for it. You guys asked for it. I'm obsessing over it. Free Britney. Free Britney. So there's been um, a recent court hearing, but nothing really changed. The judge just basically affirmed the decision that was already made in November. The father's the co-conservator, so nothing has changed. He's still in charge of her estate. Britney can't sign checks. She can't do go into business deals. And, um, Everything she buys has to be monitored by the court. So nothing has really changed at all. And uh, Brittany's sister made a, a statement on her Instagram story. Everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind always. And then she writes, um, we could do better. And I thought that was um, that was nice. She, I wish she you know, went more in detail about her sister being kidnapped, not really kidnapped, but, you know, almost held hostage. Anyway, um, back to Jamie Lynn Spears, her sister, she um, responded to a post from Nylon's magazine's Instagram account. And the post said, the post says, I think it's nice that in the early 2000s, if your sister was a pop star, you got to try it out too. Then Jamie Lynn Spears posted, never tried it. There's no competing with the GOAT, the greatest of all time. 
And I thought that was cute that she wrote that about her sister. Because honestly, Britney Spears is the GOAT. She is the GOAT. Untouchable. You can't... I mean, that th- those times, like, 99 to, like, 2005, like, Britney Spears was untouchable. And you know what kills me? This really upsets me. I, I think about this, like, daily. The fact that Britney Spears only has 27 million Instagram followers... And Kylie Jenner has 215 million. I think it's so disrespectful. It's like Britney like invented everything. <laughs> you know, that's that's a crazy statement. But you know what I'm saying? Like, how does the Queen of Pop only have two hundred I mean uh twenty-seven million followers on Instagram? It, it should bother you. It should be it, it should aggravate you. Like it aggravates me. <laughs> Um, what else? Ooh, um, I have to read this. Justin Timberlake, uh, responded. He apologized to Janet Jackson and Brittany. He writes, I've seen the messages, tags, comments, and concerns, and I want to respond. I am deeply sorry for the times in my life where my act, where my actions contributed to the problem, where I spoke out out of turn or did not speak up for what was right. I understand that I fell short in these moments and in many others, and benefited from a system that condones misogyny and racism. I specifically want to apologize to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson. I keep saying her name wrong. Janet Jackson. I'm not being shady, I promise. Even though I'm not a huge fan, I'm not being being a bitch. Uh, Both individually, because I care about and respect women, and I know I failed. Um... Here's the thing. People are trying to cancel him. And like, I understand that he, yeah, this is great that he did this, that he, you know, responded, but like, are we really going to cancel him? I mean, let me get this straight. Let me just say this. I was never really a Justin Timberlake fan to begin with, to be completely honest. He goes on to say, I also feel compelled to respond in part because everyone involved deserves better. And most importantly, because this is a larger conversation that I wholeheartedly want to be a part of and grow from. That's a good response. I mean, obviously, he probably didn't write it, but I think he probably agrees with it. The industry is flawed. It sets men, especially white men, up for success. Correct. I believe this is true, even to this day. Um, let's see. It's designed, it's designed that way. Yes, that's correct. As a man in a privileged position, I have to be vocal about this. Because of my ignorance, I didn't recognize it for all that it was while it was happening in my own life, but I do not want to ever benefit from others being pulled down again. That, I like that. I thought that was a good that was a good paragraph, Justin. I have not been perfect in navigating all this throughout my career. I know this apology is a first step and doesn't absolve the past. That's true, but you know what? It's it's a start. Um, I want to take accountability for my own missteps in all of this. I care deeply about the well-being of the people I love and have loved. I can be better and I will do better. So, I mean, he didn't have to respond to, you know, the, the so and he did and I thought it was um it was a good response. Um I don't think he should be canceled for this. People are like, they want his fucking head. I I hate cancel culture. I think it's so annoying and people kind of pick and choose who they want to be canceled. 
it's interesting to me because Chris Brown beat the shit out of Rihanna and he's still invited to the Grammys. He still performs. Artists work with him. Like I said, it's it's just weird how people pick and choose. But don't get me wrong. Like uh, Marilyn Manson, for example, he is in the press because he had a lot of abuse scandals um, and, you know, I think assault charges as well. Um, yeah, that that's those are grounds for canceling. I, I do believe that. I mean, you know, I think about Janet Jackson, Nipplegate. He's equally a culprit. You know, he he tore off the top and exposed her nipple. I mean, I think it's 50-50. And from what I know, she was fined $200,000 and was disinvited to the Grammys. And he was not fined anything. He was not reprimanded. And he was invited to the Grammys. So, double standard there. Also, it's a fucking nipple, people. Do you know what I don't understand? I put this in my notes because I wanted to talk about it. Like, why is it that on Instagram, you could look at videos? I mean, I've seen videos, very violent videos on Instagram. Why is that okay to post, but you can't see a woman's nipple? I mean... I've seen that they censored sculptures. They've taken people's sculptures down on Instagram because their nipples were out. But like people could post the most violent videos. It does not make sense to me. I actually reported a video. This is a true story. Um, I saw that. I don't know. I got on some page of like uh, crazy animal videos And in this, there was a video of these people baiting a crocodile. I'm like, what are they, what are they doing? So they're baiting the crocodile and there's a dog there. I was like, like, what are they doing? And then the crocodile eats the dog. Why is that okay? And I reported it to Instagram and I actually looked it up. There's an investigation about that in Jamaica. A true story that these people are in trouble for essentially feeding dogs to crocodiles but there's that video still up i mean that's mind-boggling to me free the nipple they're nipples i i don't understand in italy they show boobs on tv i didn't know that but in america god forbid you show a nipple and back in the day during i love lucy i don't know if you notice they slept in two different beds because they weren't allowed to show that they slept in the same bed. And you couldn't say the word pregnant on TV. You couldn't show a woman pregnant. There's so many different things. And um, I believe it was Cher. Cher was the first woman to show her belly button on TV. Anyway, that's a... I digress. <laughs> Let's go back to Britney. So Britney's former assistant, a.k.a. her, her uh, cousin... Uh, what's her name? Ali Sims came out and spoke about Britney in the documentary. And she said that she hasn't talked to Britney in almost a decade. And um, she said that Britney's father allegedly warned her to stop talking to Britney or something would happen to her. She wrote, he 100% was threatening me with my life. Um, and she also said she didn't put it past him. And so she stopped answering Britney's calls. Okay. So 
on the other hand, don't don't come at me, Britney fans. Don't come at me. Brit Britney was with, from my knowledge, don't quote me on this. Britney was, I think Britney was with her cousin the night of the paparazzi umbrella incident. You know the when Britney Spears beat the shit out of the paparazzo's car with the green umbrella. She's bald. So I think maybe he felt as if, you know, you're with Britney. You shouldn't have been letting her get out of the car. I mean, I guess Britney, you know, just jumped out and did that. But like, maybe he felt as if, you know, you could have talked her out of it or put her in a different situation. So I'm coming out from that angle. Don't kill me. Okay, enough with Britney for this week. Also, wait, really quick, really quick. I bought a free Britney mask, and uh, I forget I wear. I forget I'm wearing it, and I see people staring at me and laughing at the grocery store. I'm like, what the fuck are they staring at? Um, and I realized that I'm wearing a free Britney mask, and you know what? I think they support it. Um, okay, let's talk about the Super Bowl. So I have to admit to you, I did not watch the Super Bowl live. I watched it. I didn't even watch it. What am I saying? I watched highlights of, you know, the commercials and uh, the halftime show. That's the only thing I care about. And honestly, if we weren't in a pandemic, I probably would have went to someone's house and, you know, hung out by the dip, hung out with the wives, you know, ate the dip talk to the wives, <laughs> but, um, we're not. So I was like, fuck that. I'm staying home. What else am I going to do? So I watched it the next day. Um, and well, I, I saw like social media blow up saying how the weekend was, it was the worst halftime show ever. The worst. And all the gays were like, why isn't there a female performing at the halftime show? Like, this is what we want. We want Beyonce. We want Gaga. We want, you know, anyway, so, um, I was like, oh, maybe he did a bad job. So I, um, I couldn't imagine him doing a bad job. First of all, the weekend is great. I actually never saw him in person, but I would love to see him in concert. But anyway, I digress. I watched it and I'm sure you did too. I thought he did a remarkable job and I thought it was very creative with all the dancers. They were wearing, um, I'm not really sure his shtick is with like plastic surgery. It's like a surgery thing. So they were all wearing bandages, bandages over their faces. But I noticed they were obviously wearing surgical masks because of COVID. So I thought they did a nice job of hiding it. Um, come on. It was a great, I thought he did great. I mean, he was fucking better than Justin Timberlake that one year. But, um, you know, we, we like our queens. You know, Gaga, I thought she did a great job a couple of years ago. Beyonce, of course. But I think the next person, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I think Taylor Swift should take on the halftime show. But people are so up in arms about Taylor Swift. I think she would fucking kill it. So, I don't know. I love The weekend. I thought he did a good job. I think people are just too hard on him because you know you're competing with pop divas that could really fucking break it down i mean j-lo and shakira did it last year they did amazing and you know the weekend he's his own you know person he's not going to be busting a move like them and he's not going to be wearing j-lo outfits but 
that's how I felt about it. And I thought, I thought it was great. So if you didn't like it, girl, boy, you don't got taste. Leave him alone. I love him. I love The weekend. A commercial I really enjoyed was the Amy Schumer mayonnaise commercials. And um, I love it for this reason. People were hating on her, saying like all these negative things about her. Like, of course she's doing mayonnaise. And like fat shaming her and all this shit. I got news for them. I got news for those trolls. She is laughing to the bank counting her probably she probably got 15 million dollars for that because i heard it it was a series of three commercials and they keep airing so she probably got a fucking a boatload of cash so good i'm happy i'm happy she did it and i'm happy she's counting them coins girl um she was asked by anna ferris on her podcast uh amy would you do an adult diaper commercial for seven million dollars and Amy replied with, I would shit my pants on camera for $7 million. I mean, hello, people. Like, yeah, I would do I would do Preparation H commercials. I would not care. I would be the face of Preparation H. I don't care. If you pay me, you know Flo from Geico? Not, what is she? I think she's Allstate. Flo, she's a millionaire. Jake from State Farm, millionaire. The Geico lizard, millionaire. I mean... I'm telling you, to be a commercial actor, that's the way to do it. Oh, my God. My former roommate from L.A. was in um, a Super Bowl commercial, DeVere. And if you're listening to this, I love you. He's one of my favorite roommates, uh, former roommates. But um, I love seeing him. I almost dropped my dip. <laughs> um, so, yeah, enough of the Super Bowl commercials. You asked for it. I had a couple of requests regarding this this one. <laughs> Are you ready for it? <laughs> Gorilla Glue Girl. <laughs> Teresa, no, I'm sorry. Te- Tessica, I don't know how to say her name. Is it Tessica? Tessica Brown from Louisiana. You, I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, she ran out of hairspray, so she decided to use Gorilla Glue uh, spray. So if you don't know what Gorilla Glue is, it's, it's uh, stronger than crazy glue. And they make it in a spray. And this is used for wood, metal, and arts and crafts. And um, she sprayed it in her hair. And um, her hair didn't move for a month. And she got nervous. So she's trying to wash it out. And it, it wasn't coming out, obviously. Because it's, you know, welded to her scalp, essentially. So she went to the hospital. And they really couldn't do anything for her. So, um... She came out and talked about it. And then um, a Beverly Hills plastic surgeon was like, hey, I will help you out and I will do it free. It's a $12,000 surgery. And she, she, you know, she created a GoFundMe that raised over $23,000, mind you. And um, she, you know, got the surgery. It went well. But, um, you know, paparazzi were hounding her. You know, she was in L.A. because she had to fly there from Louisiana. And um, it was like I kept making jokes like she's she's the it girl. She's the new it girl. I'm telling you, she needs to ride this wave. But I, what I want to say about her was I this is a really nice thing that she did. So she took the twenty three thousand dollars and um, she uh, donated all of it 
to the Restore Foundation, which is a nonprofit, and they provide reconstructive surgery for people in developing nations. And I thought that was such a beautiful thing that she did. So that's nice. And, you know, she doesn't need the money because, you know, the surgeon did it for free. And um, she is she is riding this wave. Let me tell you, she started um, selling merchandise with $50 sweatshirts, t-shirts, keychains. You know, I, I, I think, you know, she's using the Gorilla Glue stick. And um, at first she was like upset. She was like, stop calling me that. But now she's like, you know what? Let me cash in on it. And the other day I was watching Wendy Williams. You know how I love Wendy. Fucking love Wendy Williams. She uh, gifted her whole staff with shirts and t-shirts from this girl's website. And I, I, she's a new it girl. I'm telling you, she needs to ride this more and maybe either come out with her own glue or come out with her own hairline, like a, you know, hairspray line. That would be funny if she did that. Um, but I thought that was really cool of her that she donated all the money. I thought that was really big of her because she could have easily pocketed that shit. Not to mention this woman has five kids, so I'm sure she could use it, but, um, she didn't and I thought I think that is gonna get her more business because I I thought about buying a shirt but I was like am I really gonna buy a $50 shirt from this woman no I can't do that but anyway I hope she joins the cast of Real Housewives that would be nice she's a new it girl some sad news this is awful well it's sad but I'm obsessed with him so maybe he'll play on my team Olivia Wilde and Jason Jason Sudeikis broke up. I'm in love with him. I have the biggest crush on him. Um, they were never married. Fun fact: they just they were engaged for years now. Um, they have two kids together. Um, she's 37. He's 45, I believe. Anyway, um, she's now dating 27 year old Harry Styles. Yeah, he's 10 years younger than her, which there's nothing wrong with that. I would date someone that's 10 years older than me. Hashtag zaddy. Anyway, um, I I like a man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like a manly man. Like, t- to me, Jason Sudeikis is hot. He looks like he doesn't try that hard. I'm into it. He's scruffy. Harry Styles seems like he has more hair products than Olivia. You know? It feels like he has concealer he carries multiple types of chapstick with him i don't know i just feel like he tries too hard jason sudeikis looks like a hot finance bro he he looks like a real old movie star jason man he's fucking hot he's my type that's what i want if you have that please send that to me that's exactly what i want right now i could do without the kids but i'm willing to be a stepdad as long as they're little. I could deal with little kids, you know. Um, let's see. Yeah, well, I this is what happens when famous people date each other. And it, this just looks, it's, it's just 10 hundred times more messy now that, you know, Harry's in the picture. And Harry's a big pop star. Harry's very famous. I thought Harry Styles was gay, personally. I don't hate Harry Styles. I think he's very talented. But um, that's not my go-to. But anyway, um, Harry moved into, I'm sorry, Olivia moved into Harry's place, um, and it's just getting messier by the day, apparently. But um, on the other hand, Jason's on the market.
call me up call me up jason anyway um what else did i want to talk about there's two things you guys should definitely watch if you like true crime there's a new show on netflix called crime scene the vanishing at the sicil hotel i don't know if it's sicil or cecil no one seems to know they basically break down the lisa lamb case you definitely have heard of her she went missing for a month and then they found her in the hotel water tank because guests were complaining that the water tasted funny and it was her basically corpse juice unfortunately which is so disgusting but um it's really interesting how they did it because there's four episodes i'm not going to give too much away without spoiling it but there's four episodes and um they just do a really good job on both sides i'm just going to leave it at that because you have to watch watch it to understand what i mean um but it was done really well i highly suggest that and the next thing i want to tell you guys to watch is uh it's called 48 hours in cbs and they investigate the um jennifer dulos case she was a mother in connecticut she had five kids and her husband killed her 100 and he ended up killing himself but um I recommend those. Those are really good. The Cecil Hotel is, uh, well, that is four parts, so it's four hours. The 48-hour one is, it's only two episodes. I'm sorry, it's only one episode on CBS. So um, I hope you guys like this mixed bag, Little D's. I had a lot of fun with you guys. And um, if you guys see Jason, please send him my way. That's what I want. Um, I'm not sure what next week's going to bring us, but... I'm going to be snowed in for sure, so hopefully I'll bring some interesting content. But anyway, little Ds, thank you guys for listening. And don't forget, please be an organ donor. You didn't expect that, did you? Did you? Well, I'm here to remind you, be an organ donor.